Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. September 15, 2016, and welcome to episode number 64 of the second installment of the WWS Radio Network, the one and the only NWO Wolfpack. Yes, sir, it is me once again, Mr. WWS himself, Chad Hinshaw, back on the line here with you, uh, and I will talk about uh, about uh, uh, my absence here momentarily. Uh, of course, we have a lot to get tonight. Of course, uh, our rest of the which we've got to us by uh, King Ice. Of course, I know we have part of King Ice here with us. Of course, the Iceman himself, J.D. Jeremy Duomo. Of course, J.D. is a 2015 WWS Hall of Famer. Of course, also the host of Raw Radio and also part of our other shows here in the radio network. And also, of course, on the chat box here tonight, providing our histories and birthdays here for today, is, of course, the Human Super Machine, John Gross, the first 2015 WWS Hall of Famer, and, of course, also part of Raw Radio. Uh, but before I turn, of course, first off, I will say, of course, uh, J.D. and John, welcome, of course, to number 64 of the one of the old W.O. Well, the weekend is just about to get underway, but we want to welcome back our fearless captain of captains on the ship, let's just say. And I do appreciate that. Thank you very much there, J.D. And, as, of course, as J.D., as, of course, as, wide, as J.D. did mention, uh, as everyone did hear the last couple of nights, I was not available on 
our Tuesday or Wednesday editions of Revolution, nor our uh, Wednesday or, or our latest editions of WWS Outside the Ropes, due to a due, due to a, a severe uh, um, allergic allergy, uh, a severe head cold. I was incapacitated, uh, but uh, I have I still have lingering effects from it. But somehow, I have gained enough strength to come back and and to come back. And I do before I get to any of course of our business here this evening, which is of course big time wrestling talk as we always do here in the WWS Radio Network. I do want to thank, of course, <clears throat> my th- the top my top four folks. We made it all possible to make sure that the RLR shows did go through a pitch by absence, which of course is King and W.O. himself, GTS, Gerard T. Smith, the Black Widow herself, the Love Lily, Mr. Shelby and Dodds, the Iceman, J.D., Jared DiGirolamo, and the Human Suppressed Machine, John Gross. And if it wasn't for these four, four fine folks, you know, Revolution, Revolution and the rest of our shows would not have gone as well the last few days. Um, and I, I must say, like I said, they have, they of course, are four people that I can definitely trust in the time where I do have situations like what I just had for the days. So, like I so said, on that note, it is a debt that I will not be able to ever repay. But I do thank Gerard, Michelle, JD, and John for covering for me. Uh, that is a big task. Uh, four people covering for one big fella. <laughs> yeah. But. Uh, but, uh, but on a serious note, I do thank you, and uh, I do owe everybody a great big one. Uh, J.D. and John, of course, I will send that to you personally, and um, especially, like I said, J.D., thank you for Outside the Ropes uh, handling that. Uh, I did listen to that. You did a terrific job handling that in my assets as well. Though terrific, terrific discussions, as always, J.D., terrific discussions. Um, and, of course, uh, John, of course, Thank you very much. Thank you, of course, for uh, keeping everyone straight with the history and birthdays on uh, Revolution the past couple of nights. And like I said, ladies and gentlemen, this is, uh, uh, you know, this is there may, there may, maybe sometimes where I may not be able to make it on to our main, to our main, mainstay shows here. But, of course, but a lot of our folks understand why a lot of people that know me that, uh, you know, in addition to what happened what on the, within the last couple of days, I will mention that I have been through a nagging back injury for almost a year, and I am still plagued with that. But, of course, I, I do know that once I have to get that thing care of, even if that means being out for any sort of procedure, I will know four fine folks that I did mention. King W.O. Gerard T. Smith, the Black Widow Michelle Lennon Dodds, the Iceman Jared DiGirolamo, and the Human Suppressed Machine John Gross will definitely have Everything covered, and hopefully I have nothing to fear. Now, I know that the WWS Radio Network and all of her groups on Facebook will be in good hands in my absence. So I just wanted to say all that, and uh, <clears throat> and let's go ahead and I'll take care of this before we go ahead and get going. If you care to chime in on anything we have to talk about here tonight on the second installment of the Radio Network Wolfpack, episode number 64, please feel free to give us a call. It is 1-724-444. 7444. Call ID is 138-521-POUND. And press that one if you want to chime in with anything that myself, JD, or John does have to talk about here tonight on Wolfpack. Uh, like I said, we have 
uh, then you have some wrestling news reports. I will go ahead and turn him loose and all. And uh, then, of course, I will, I will see what we, what we have in terms of the rest of history here for today. So, KD, let's see what you have in terms of the rest of the news for this evening. All right, let's see what we got here. Just had it. Okay, here we go. James Storm earlier today posted the following on Twitter. September 15th, hashtag free agent. Back on August 16th or 17th, however, I should, 16th or 17th, depending on which day. Storm worked the TNA taping tower and said that he has obligations with TNA is finished with the company. There has been speculation that this is all part of an angle, but nothing has been confirmed at this time. However, there are NXT taping signs. Storm previously did some NXT matches before choosing to go back to TNA. Let the speculation begin. Meanwhile, Emma's expected back from her injury soon. However, she uh, apparently was backstage, we understand, I believe this past Monday at Monday Night Raw in Baltimore, however. I'm just trying to find this out here, so hold on. Here we go. Yeah, uh, there is no word. It says here. I just had a second. The site adds that they've been told that she is scheduled to be on the road this coming week for WWE and should return to TV shortly. Meanwhile, also in TNA news, however, uh, we have an update on Billy Corgan trying to buy TNA, and here's the latest scuttlebutt about that, as we're going to get that pulled up here in just a second. So give me a second. So here we go. Okay, here we go. Originally, however, the Wrestling Observer News that are reported that as of this Friday, TNA is owned by Dixie Carter, Billy Corgan, and Arrow Lux. Corgan and Arrow Lux got their percentages because they funded recent TV tapings while Dixie Carter reportedly still owns 70% of the company. Corgan was able to get control of the presidency as part of the deal for putting recent money in. Arrow Lux did not raise enough money by the end of August to buy the company, which many thought they were going to be able to do. Corgan and his investors are still working on putting together a deal to complete the buyout. Dixie Carter reportedly wants $4 million for her share, and the feeling is that the deal needs to go through because the company needs an infusion of cash to fund the post-bound for glory period, which will cost between $600,000 and $800,000. That tape will take them through the end of November. Now, as of now, Billy Corgan posted a short video update on his Facebook page today. He quickly addressed the below report, however, noting that no one ever asked him for confirmation about anything. He also said he's not working with any investors and that if he buys TNA, he is the sole survivor. Meanwhile, Ted DiBiase had a recent interview on how Vince McMahon pitched him the million-dollar gimmick, however, in a radio interview just a short time earlier this a while back. And this is what he had to say about them. On the creation of the million-dollar championship, DiBiase said, Pat Patterson approached me and said, rather than do which is the expected thing, you don't win it at Mania. In your arrogance, you create your own title. And as soon as he said it, I was like, that's the ticket. That's going to make everybody hate my guts. Design my own belt and declare that I'm a champion. On coming up with his name, he said, he said, the one thing everybody hates is someone who, by virtue of their wealth, thinks they're better than everybody. You know that cocky, arrogant nose in the air, I'm better than you, looks down at people kind of guy? People like that are stuffy and thinking by anybody and anything. I started chuckling and said, I hate people like that myself, huh? But he said, now we've not given this guy a name yet, and just off the cuff I said, it sounds like a million-dollar man to me. And Vince goes, the million-dollar man he is, however. Now on how Vince pitched him the gimmick, however, he went on to say, Vince said I got something for you. There have been so many things that have been done, but this has never been done. And just based on what I've seen from you and your work, you can pull this off. You're articulate. And I go, awesome. What is it? And he goes, here's the deal. You've got to sign a contract with me before I tell you. And Vince said, here's why. He says, if I tell you how you don't sign, however, I've given away a great idea and I can't afford to do that. I'm like, wow. And I said, okay, I've got a little time to think about this. Funk said, 
Teddy, if Vince McMahon has an idea and he thinks you're a tailor-made for it, pack your bag and don't look back. Go. And on becoming a pastor after his wrestling career, however, he simply said, I'm preaching the gospel. The last thing I would thought I'd be doing is traveling the country and traveling the world preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. But God had a plan for me. Nobody is more surprised than me. A lot of people who knew me before have been equally surprised over the years. And uh, like I said, however... One other news, however, uh, we understand that AJ Styles is on SportsCenter this week. I'm sure talking about his uh, big uh, win this past week. So that's what we got right now. Okay, JD, thank you very much. And while you were doing that, uh, we had a uh, we have uh, of course another big time man here at the Red Bull Network to join us. Uh, and who would that be, by the way? That would be me, King of the B.O.G.T.S., the motherfucking Wolfpacker. <laughs> yes, sir. It is the one and the only King in W.O. himself, the mainstay of the radio network, and the COO of WWS. Of course, a 2014 WWS Wolfpacker as well. Uh, Gerardo, welcome to number 64 of Wolfpack. And as I said to J.D. and John, I... I did say this earlier, but I am going to say it since you are now here, um, that, of course, uh, in my stead, I do appreciate uh, you taking the reins, and it has been for you, Michelle, J.D., and John. The show, the shows would not have gone the well the way they have. I have listened to them. I haven't listened fully to the one last night. I'm almost finished with it. But from what I've listened to it, I love it. Absolutely awesome, and it made my day, and I gained enough strength to come back and do this tonight, and I wanted to come back on here primarily to, of course, not only come back to do this, but to come back and thank all of you for covering in my stead. I, I owe y'all a great big one. Well, anytime, man. And exactly. We're here to help. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. And by the way, Jamar... Join me. I'll drink to that. <laughs> All right. I'll drink to that, too, once I find my beer. Oh, there it hey. is. There you go. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers there. All right. That's right. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, buddy. <coughs> I might be doing some of that, so don't be surprised. But other than that, I'm Okay. Uh, Gerard, do you have any? Do you want to add any news to the uh, to what JD has already told us? Oh, I don't, cause I don't know any. I'm just here for the good times. Okay. All right. Yes, sir. We do appreciate that. And of course, I do thank you, gentlemen. Uh, of course, I will say Gerard and John is King Ice. They are the premier WWS news tag team to bring you all the news that's fit to print. And of course, if it doesn't fit. Uh, they always try to find a way to make it fit, but you know what? I don't even need to say that because Gerard has the way to make it fit. He always does. Super glue and duct tape. You can't go wrong with that. that uh-huh. Best combo ever. Yes. And now let's see what John has in terms of the um, history of birthdays for today. And uh, by the way, Gerard, uh, I applaud you, sir, for what you read for the history yesterday that he provided. That was a whole lot there, buddy. <laughs> that was a whole shitload, I know, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. Do that ball, y'all see what he's got tonight. So he's got some good stuff. I might remember some of this. So <coughs> okay, here we go. Uh-uh. Here we go. Here we go. On this day, September 15th, uh, and uh, of course, he was supposed to receive the prize in Syracuse every night here. Uh, here's what we got. 24, I'm sorry, 32 years ago today, 1984, Randy Savage defeated Pedro Morales to win the WWC North American Heavyweight title. It was in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Who likes to do that? Uh, 24 years ago here today, 1992, WWF and Japanese Promotion War held a co-promoted event with Ric Flair and Kenru fighting to a draw in a best-of-three-falls match. Kenru and Flair split the two falls and the fight to a double countout in the, in, in the third fall. Hmm. On the same show, Road Warrior Animal re-aggravated a back injury that forced him away from the ring for over three years. I never knew anything could get hit and take him down like that. Hmm. Animal has always been tough. Yep. 21 years ago here today, that was put it at about, let me see, 1995? Yes. Okay. Uh, WCW fires Steve Austin. Y'all remember this moment. Austin was still on the sidelines due to a triceps injury. He suffered while on tour in Japan. He was mailed his termination notice via FedEx. The report of the firing, as written in the, in the September 25, 1995 edition of Wrestling Observer Newsletter. And this is the way it was written here, guys. I'm going to read it right here for you. Excuse me. WCW did fire Steve Austin, also known as his real name, Steve Wood, on September 15th. Austin, who was 30 years old, was considered for years as perhaps the best young wrestler in the United States. His career languished for the past year, almost to the point that he was, that he was spoken of like his former tag team partner, Brian Pillman, as a wrestler who made a lot of money by signing contracts that had great careers ruined by a WCW organization that had been both unwilling and unable to get any wrestlers over. Austin had been in the doghouse with WCW management over the past year over a reputation for not exactly keeping quiet with his discontent about how he was used and for over and for those involved in cost cutting seeing the two hundred thousand dollars or so figure he was earning per year by not being involved in any significant programs as wasted money. While on a tour with New Japan in June, Austin tore his tricep and had and has been out of action since and was believed to be about six weeks from being ready to return when he was fired. This of course paints WCW as a real class organization or firing a guy while injured when he suffered the injury on a tour the company sent him on. Austin's main problem appeared to be in the, in the cliquish nature of WCW, which is which is consistent not only in wrestling but in most jobs, but worse in WCW than most places, obviously. He didn't hang with the right crowd. When the Hogan camp got into power, they dismissed Austin as a highly paid wrestler who was a good worker. The Hogan clique basically consisted of... of of WWFers from the mid-'80s when wrestling was hot and thus could dismiss any wrestler who came along later. He wasn't in the flare click either, so nobody spoke up for his work right on the inside of the meetings. Austin just suffered a knee injury, which kept him out for a few months, and pointed the club into a new planned program. I reunited his tag team with Brian Pillman. He went to Japan and suffered a tricep tear. 
It's unknown what Austin's plans will be once he's able to return to the ring, but he would be able to get a strong spot with ECW if he would want it. Uh, did anybody say something? I'm sorry. Oh, oh okay, I'm sorry. Of course, WWF is the most logical option. He probably could also return to WCW if he was willing to work for less money in a per-night deal. A few hours later, WCW and Gene Oakland's agent, Barry Bloom, agreed verbally to a two-year contract, which, which, with incentives, is more lucrative to a $250,000 base. Oakland's WCW contract had expired two days earlier, and it was questionable if the deal had been put together whether he would have appeared at the Fall Brawl pay-per-view show. Bischoff defended the firing of Austin via FedEx in a 2015 interview with KFAB commentaries, saying it was consistent with Turner policy at the time. Just a week after he was fired, Austin turned up at ECW. He spent most of his brief time in ECW doing interviews and promo segments. He wrestled just twice for ECW, both defeats the Mikey Whipwreck for the ECW World Heavyweight title, after that, he signed with the WWF in December 1995 and became the forefront of the company's resurgence and became the biggest draw in professional wrestling history in 1998. Okay, there you go. Uh, this day, uh, in 1996, WWF presented Fall Brawl. In Team NWO, which was Hogan, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and the fake Steve. Taking on Team WCW, which was Luger, Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, and The Real Sting in a War Games match. Near the end of the match, The Real Sting cleaned house but walked out on them. The NWO Sting made Lex Luger submit with the company of Death Rock to win the match. After the match, Randy Savage made the same that was jumped by the NWO. In 1997, in North Carolina, I would like to know exactly where in North Carolina. Kurt Hitting defeated Steve Mongo McMichael to win the United States title. John, can you find out where exactly, where in North Carolina that was? I think it was Winston-Salem. If it was Winston-Salem, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. Okay, that, that's that's not too far from me either. Okay. At a Rawls War taping in 1998 in Sacramento, California, Jacqueline defeated Sable to win the vacated WWF Women's title. The title was vacated since December 1995 when WWF let its entire women's roster go due to budget cuts and Alundra Blaze, a.k.a. Deborah Medusa Maselli, infamously trashed the women's belt on Monday Nitro. Anyone remembers that? Yep. On that same taping, X-Pac defeated D'Lo Brown to win the WWF European title. This was X-Pac's first WWF singles title reign. Thirteen years ago in South Carolina, that was in 2003, yes, the fabulous Moolah defeated Victoria in just over 30 seconds in her 80th, on her 80th birthday. As the story goes, this was Vincent Man making good on his promise from a long, long time ago that she could have a match if she reached her 80th birthday post-match. Maybe Orton delivered a RKO to Moolah. Oh, my Lord. On that same episode, Lita made her return by aiding Trish Stratus against Gail Kim and Molly Holly. This was Lita's first in-ring appearance in the wall since April of 2002. 11, uh, let's see. 11 years ago in 2005, Jeff Jarrett defeated Raven to win the NWA World Heavyweight title. 
This was believed to be the first NWA world title match in, in Windsor in nearly half a century, and the first time the 10 pounds of gold changed hands in Canada since February of 1977. George, do you believe that? George, are you there, though? Really bad. Then Harley Race defeated Terry Funk for the belt. Okay, that happened up in Canada. Okay. Okay, this is going to be interesting. Y'all, y'all going to find this interesting right here, guys. Nine years ago here in 2007, Brianna and Nicole Garcia both made their debuts for the WWE Developmental Territory as Bree and Nikki, the Bella Twins. Huh. Well, the way you know. <laughs> Three years ago, WWE presented Night of Champions with Joe Lewis. Joe Lewis. Oh, I'm sorry. I skipped a, I skipped a couple. Excuse me. Seven years ago today, they opened in 2009, Ric Flair signed a deal to return to the ring as part of the Hulkamania tour in Australia. Both Jim Cornette and B.G. James, I think that was the, that was the road dog in WWE, yeah. was released from TNA the same day. Hmm. Okay. Here we go. Three years ago today, they put it in 2013, WWE presented nine of champions in the Joe Louis Arena in Detroit, Michigan. There was only one title change, and that was a WWE title, with Daniel Bryan defeating Randy Orton to win the WWE title for the second time. The result was negated the next night, and the title was made vacant after it was alleged that referees Scott Armstrong and Daniel Bryan co-conspired to take the belt from Orton. Yeah, I'm, I remember that moment, too. Uh, was it the same night as well that they had the match... Uh, uh, Brian versus Roman Reigns and uh, and then all, all of a sudden Randy Orton was standing out there with him and um, I think so I'm not sure uh, also the same one that the whole locker room emptied out and took out took out the whole shield they were sick and tired of everything that Triple H and Stephanie was doing I think I think it was that same. Okay, I'm thinking that, that sounds right, but I have to look back and see. Okay. Uh, today, oh, it's a very somber birthday here, uh, uh, JD. You might probably recall this. Today would have been the 62nd birthday for Adrian Adonis. One of the best, was, most underrated wrestlers I feel in history. Part of the North South Connection. Yes. His birth name was Keith A. Frank Jr. He trained under Fred Atkins and debuted in 1974. Wrestled under his real name in the late 1970s. He adopted the ring name Adrian Adonis. And the character of a brawling leather jacket clad biker. He joined the AWA in 1979. He formed a tag team with Jesse Ventura called the East-West Connection. Father Adonis was from New York and Ventura was from California. He rewarded the AWA World Tag Team Pals in July 1980. But Vern Gagne was unable to defend it because he was vacationing in Europe. Oh, man. They held the belts until June 1981 when they were defeated by Greg Gagne and Jim Brazil. While they were the champions, they debuted in WWE in 1980, working as a team in a singles competition. He was a frequent challenger of WWE champion champion Bob Backlund and WWE Intercontinental Champion Pedro Morales throughout the first half of 1982. When the injuries caused Ventura to stop wrestling regularly, Adonis formed the tag team with the Texan Dick Murdoch, 
called the North-South Connection. That's what you said, J.D. Yeah, they were a great but, team. He was also part of the East-West Connection, too. Yeah, I did mention that before, yes. They debuted in late 1983. Adonis had been a muscular, stocky, and well-conditioned wrestler. He had a considerable amount of weight. In April 1984, they won the, the, the tag team titles over Tony Atlas and Rocky Johnson. They held the belts in January in 1985 until they were beaten by Barry Windham and Mike Rotundo, leading Adonis in a singles career. He was managed by Bobby Heenan, adopting the DDT as a finisher. First, Jimmy Hart became his manager when Hart traded King Tom Bundy to Heenan in exchange for Adonis and the missing week. With Hart in his corner, Adonis beat Corporal Kirshner to advance in the Wrestling Classic. I lost to Dynamite Kid in the quarterfinals. In early 1986, Adonis started carrying a briefcase with the phrase, Relax with Trudy on it, and a spray called Fragrance. During the edition of Piper's Pit, he gave his signature leather jacket away to host Friday Piper. Adonis then adopted the gimmick of the effeminate, adorable Adrian Adonis, bleaching his hair blonde and wearing the pink ring attire, as well as scarves, leg warmers, dresses, hats, clownish amounts of eyeshadow and rouge. His weight balloon peaking at over 350 pounds. He ceased his prior weightlifting regimen, stopped tanning and removed all his body hair. It made him appear pale, soft, rotund, and flabby. Ooh. At WrestleMania 2, he beat Uncle Elmer in quick fashion and feuded with Junkyard Dog and George Steele, but failed to tame Hulk Hogan. Tried unsuccessfully to challenge Hulk Hogan for the WWF title on multiple occasions. In May, during Piper's five-month hiatus with the WWF, Adonis debuted on his old talk show segment, The Flower Shop. These segments were the primary backdrop for Paul Orndorff's show, slow-building heel turn against Hulk Hogan, with Adonis needing Orndorff, uh, needling Orndorff about living in Hogan's shadow. Shortly before Piper's return in August, Adonis bought the services of Piper's bodyguard, Cowboy Bob Orton, who took to wearing a pink cowboy hat, the feud with Piper heated up with Adonis, Orton, and Morocco, attacking Piper during a duel between the two tall segments, injuring his leg in the process, covering him with lipstick and damaging the pit set. A week later, Piper got paid by destroying the entire flower shop set with a baseball bat. It wasn't rebuilt. In October, Piper struck Adonis with a crutch, resulting in a two-month absence from TV with a separated shoulder, but he returned in November to attack Piper on the pit. It was in Ric Flair's hometown of Charlotte. Adonis and Piper both agreed to a hair versus hair match at WrestleMania 3, with Piper winning the match with help from Brutus Beefcake. Originally, Piper was supposed to cut the hair off himself, but he had such a hard time because the hair was too wet. But when he got Beefcake to help out, that was part of Beefcake's gimmick as the barber. Adonis feuded with Beefcake in May 1987 for what WWF called claimed was dress code violations. Frank left the WWF shortly after WrestleMania three and made his return to the AWA, where Paul Heyman managed him during 1987. He maintained his adorable Adrian Adonis gimmick. He had feuded with Tommy Rich and lost the final match of the AWA International Television title, The Great Ganya, in December 1987. In 1988, he was supposed to tour in New Japan Pro Wrestling, but an ankle injury kept him from participating in addition for financial setback. Bert Gagne stopped paying his weekly salary when he turned down his plea for financial help. He unsuccessfully tried to return to the WWF. He would wrestle the tour for New Japan throughout May and June 1988. He teamed up with the likes of Dick Murdoch, Owen Hart, and DJ Peterson. 
On June 23rd, Murdoch unsuccessfully challenged Ricky Choshu and Masa Saido for the IWGP Tag Team titles. On July 4th, 1988, Frank was in a minivan with fellow wrestlers William Arco, Victor Arco, and Dave McGinty. They were both killed with the driver. William Arco literally swerved to avoid hitting a moose and blinded by the setting sun. The van fell from a bridge into a creek below. Frank suffered severe head injuries and died a few hours later. William Marco was the sole survivor and sustained several severe leg injuries. At the time of his death, he was left behind a wife, B, and two young daughters in Bakersfield, California. He was buried at Greenwall Memorial Park in Bakersfield. And John said that's all he's got for the history and birthdays for today. Uh, so, John, thank you very much for providing us with the history and birthdays here today. And, of course, Gerard J.D., thank you very much for providing us with the rest of the news and views for today as well. Uh, Gerard, sir, if you please, the PLUG. I'm still here. Yeah, I'm, Gerard, are you still here, sir? Changing Gerard T. Smith. Gerard T. Smith, your beer is waiting. Yeah, I'm here. What do you want? <laughs> uh, need you, need the plug there, my man. Need the plug. The plug. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. The ID number is one three eight five two one. Press pound. Press one. You can talk to any of us. Right now. Thank you very much there, GTS. And uh, uh, let me see, what else can we get into here tonight? We have, uh, um, hmm, well, um, let's see here, let me see here. Uh, well, Let's see here. I found Mention Set here as well. I've been watching royally the a DVD copy I have of WrestleMania 13. And I actually found a video that led up to one of the matches for WrestleMania 13. And that was a segment for Raw's War, where after Ahmed Johnson got done with a match, the entire nation of domination was standing on the stage. And boy, did they, boy, did Ahmed and Farouk really just lay it out against each other. And all of a sudden, they, uh, Ahmed brings out the Legion of Doom. Let me tell you something, that street fight at WrestleMania 13 was brutal. I got to tell you. I posted the video where Ahmed and the Legion of Doom confront the nation on Raw. I put it in the video vault so if anyone has a chance to look at it, they can go back and look at it. Uh, 
Well, I would like to see if uh, we have we have if we have anybody else popping on. I would like to do uh, like to do something special tonight. Uh, but uh, I would like to make sure we have a full crowd here. Uh, Hmm. I know we did this before. I was thinking about this. Actually, I was thinking about this while I was... How the world, why I was thinking about this while I was incapacitated the past couple of days. I don't know why. But things happen, I guess. I was thinking about that everybody will hopefully everybody will be on. I would like to redo I would like to redo a fantasy draft. And pick like five. And this time what I was thinking about doing, even though I know they were not actual Actual wrestling organizations. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me see. Well, no, that's not. Let me take that back. Let me take that back. No. Now we use. Now here's the thing. We use WWF, WWE way too much. I was thinking, let's not use those again. We use those way too much. I was thinking we use the superstars from that, of course. Okay? Mm-hmm. But what I was saying, think about this, guys. That between your your um, your organizations that are no longer in existence and the ones that, that are, and I was thinking about maybe let me see. There's a bunch of good choices. A bunch of good choices. I was thinking, well, obviously WCW. I was thinking TNA. Uh, I was thinking AWA. Uh, I was thinking Ring of Honor. And the and the last one, let's see, I've said four of them, right? Yeah. yeah. I was thinking the fifth one would be ECW. All right. Gerard, are you up to it, bud? Your 
I mean, we would, like I said, still use all the older, all the superstars, the past and present, from all the organizations. But but think about that. Some of them were not in. Some were not in any of these other organizations at all. Let's see here. Uh, let me. This one thing I want to do. Want to talk about while I'm while I'm, uh, while I'm debating all this. I want to get. I can get everybody's take on it if I may. I don't know if everybody got the little thing that I uh, sent to y'all in your private chat boxes yesterday or not. Uh, somebody sent it to me out of the blue. I didn't realize what it was. I'll be right back. Okay, Judy. And what it was, and I'll see if I can find it somewhere, uh, like the person who sent it to me. Now, apparently this seems to be coming from, I believe this is coming from uh, Paige. I think her real name is Soraya Knight. Uh, her, I believe her Twitter account Facebook, I think it's a Twitter account, and it says the following here. First, I'd like to thank all my fans for their love and support in the last few weeks. Let me begin by saying that the rumors that I'm leaving WWE are completely false. I'm certainly looking, I certainly look forward to returning back to action at some point once my injury is treated and on a healthy return. Although I was disappointed by my suspension, I respect WWE's wellness policy. However, let me be clear that I was not suspended for failing a drug test. It was merely due to a a procedural issue. I took the test. I passed it. I arranged said test to happen after I wasn't at my home when Aegis contacted me. So I drove 200 miles to do it. Unfortunately, I didn't do it in time, according to Aegis. Once again, I thank you for all the love and support. Um, of course, we've been also been hearing that about the possibility that, uh, um, you know, that with her, Boyfriend, I worked with Del Rio, you know, leaving after his suspension of WWE is over with, that she was going to possibly be leaving too. And there's been some back and forth here about, you know, was she going to or not? And of course, uh, another another thing that I did see. Uh, I think our KNWO here sent me this story yesterday. Uh, saying that PWS Cyrus currently reported that WWE Raw superstar for WWE was champion Page will make a return to the Red Brand next week. Page is currently booked for the upcoming house show in Memphis, Tennessee, and is scheduled for all Raw live events going forward. Page's third-day wellness policy violation ends on September 17th. We mentioned earlier that this would Page retain legal counsel in an attempt to break her break from her contract. It'll be interesting to see see what happens now that her 
boyfriend, Alberto Del Rio, is at the company. The two have sell material to be included on total deals. So apparently this seems to be kind of a true story. Um, uh, Gerard, what's your take on this story with, involving Paige? Um, messed up. Uh, and uh, we'll come back to WE, I guess, for a little bit, but I don't think it will be that good for her when she comes back. Mm-hmm. What? 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 I mean, please have that, you know, she, Alberta is no longer a part of it. And WWE <sighs> doesn't want Paige to be a part of Alberta Del Rio, but I think that's wrong in their part. Yeah, I would agree. I would definitely agree. So... JD, have you returned? Okay, he has not. John, did you have a thought about it, about this? And like I said, uh, someone sent me this thing, you know, sent me this, I think it was a tweet that she had made um, during the day yesterday, and I just happened to find it. I figured y'all might find it pretty interesting. Now, her real name is Soraya Knight, is that correct? Yeah. Okay. 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 I figured it was. I just didn't know. Uh, I just found it kind of. I just found it kind of interesting. But this is kind of a weird thing and all that. But, but like you said, it is wrong for WWE to do that. No. So, it's like they're saying it's either us or him or something. That's right. That's what they're saying. They're saying dump him now or. We're going to, like, fire you or whatever. And it's kind of stupid because let her do it. Let her pick if if he if he's good for her or not. If not, then let her do it, not you. That's, she's over, like, 18 years of age. She's 21 or 22. Let her do that. Let her pick that. Why? If I worked for a company and they said, hey, you can't be with that person, uh, I'd be like, fuck you and I'm going to the lawyers because you can't do that. You you can't pick who somebody wants to be with. That's just crazy. You work for a company, you work for the company. And totally. it doesn't matter what your boyfriend or girlfriend does. Hey, if they're uh, fighting in Mexico and they're going to link you to them, that doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter, but it does to WWE because Alberto Del Rio is going to say, my girlfriend's Paige. WWE, and that's going to, like, sting them so bad, and they want nothing to do with anything assorted with somebody else. And on WWE part, that's petty, that's bullshit, that's get it out of the yard, man. Like, but they won't, so. I would agree. I would agree. JD, have you made it back? Yep, I'm back. Okay. What we're t- we were talking about was that thing that I sent everybody on the private chat yesterday. That tweet that uh, was sent out by Paige mm-hmm. uh, about uh, about selling the rumors about the fact that she was leaving WWE were false. Um, I actually Gerard sent me a story yesterday telling me that she plans to be returning uh, uh, starting next week. I think it is. Yes. Is it Uh, What's your take on this whole thing? 
Okay. What's your take involving, you know, the fact that Alberto Del Rio is no longer part of the company? What, what's your What's your take on uh, this whole thing involving Facebook? Well, the big question is, is she going to get buried for all the comments she's made and the stuff that she said, however, after being out all this time? And do they give her a push, however? I think she's going to have to earn the trust of the locker room back and most of her competitors. But uh, if she does win him back, however, I'll be surprised. But right now, I think she's kind of on the outside looking in. Right, exactly. I mean, it's, it's Saturday, as a matter of fact. It's in the 17th. So... And uh, but she's supposed to be wrestling for law, from what I heard. So, uh, but, but it's like it's like it's like I mean, Gerard hit the nail on the head. I mean, I mean, the thing about it is, WWE's making her choose between wrestling for them or being with Del Rio. And that's not that doesn't seem to be right. About if you want to wrestle that bad but still have a great relationship with somebody, I mean, you shouldn't have. The two of them intertwined like that for crying out loud. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, but Gerard, you hit the nail around the head there, but absolutely. I would agree. Uh, well, while we, uh, I guess we can, um, I guess we can still do this. Uh, um, I tell you, between those between those five, um, I'll let everybody choose which one which which one they want. Um Jordan, is that fair or should we wait to see if anybody else comes on? Let me message MLD. She's supposed to get on soon. Okay. All right. I'll yeah, wait. I think okay. she's finished watching TNA. Okay. I'll wait a minute. I'll wait a minute. You know, Jay, this kind of thing, that video you sent me, the family guy thing. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Think about think about if that actually, if, 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 if um, you know, um, Peter, Peter's daughter actually mm-hmm. got, they get intimate and used, and, her, and whoever it was used that hefty bag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's got me thinking, you remember the Grand Outdoors? Yeah. That Dad and John Candy were arguing arguing about how to make a fire. Yeah. <laughs> you twist it. Twist the lengthwise. Lengthwise. Simulate even. You pour ice and do something. I was thinking, I was picturing that. But then you, you could do it like this. You twist it. Twist it. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. That's crazy. Uh, there's another. Uh, okay. Uh.
so far, of course, this we haven't gotten anything here yet. So we haven't gotten any extra downloads this week, but I'm sure we'll we'll get we'll get to someone here soon. Um, Women's Revolution. Um, let me see what we have right here. Uh, we don't have anything listed for this week yet, but for last week we did, did end up with eight downloads for that. So, uh, you know, Michelle Drawer doing a fine job with that. Absolutely. Uh, let's see, Wrestling Revisited, which, uh, J.D., I do want to thank you for going ahead and revamping mm-hmm. uh, the next two episodes of that for me. I do appreciate that. You did, you, you did do that, right? Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Uh, this past week, uh, uh, we got uh, four downloads for that. And so far with this week, we haven't gotten any, but that number will, of course, change. Uh, let me see here. Wrestling Debate. Uh, we haven't gotten the full numbers yet for that, but I'm sure we'll, those will up, uh, those will update here soon. But for last week, you, we'd end up getting 17 downloads for wrestling today. Very good. Revisiting the bay is actually kind of making a huge move. I've kind of noticed that. Hmm. Uh, let's see how Attitude Radio did. Has done. Uh, for for this past week, uh, an episode wasn't done, but they ended up with two downloads, which was not bad. And an episode hadn't been done so far this week for Attitude Radio, but there's one download already there. That's not bad either. And, uh, J.D., we would love to hear how Raw Radio did so far. Yes. I like said, this number could change, and I, I may put this up on uh, the Power Hour radio page here uh, by this weekend. And also, uh, Raw Radio, of course, last week, it, it ended up with five, J.D. Yeah. Uh, but so far for this week, you, you got two, so that, but that number could rise. Yes, it's a RHC contest, shall we say. Okay, well. I'm sure that was a real big part of that. And I'm sure that y'all, y'all did a terrific job with that. This show right here, we'll try to see how the show is so far. Well, this one, obviously, right, we haven't gotten any downloads for it this week. But last week, it ended the week with seven. It's not too shabby. And obviously, we all got to hear about the mothership herself. We got to hear about Revolution. Uh... Uh, well, for last week, we ended it with 18 downloads. Revolution starting to make a real big move, which I'm, I'm liking that. But so far, we've done, of course, two episodes, and so far, Revolution's got eight already. There you go. <laughs> so, so, guys, uh, I throw my hat to you. And the promotions, I got we got to see how, always how they do because 
Not the promotions people don't know how that we're doing the show. Uh, for last week, we ended the promotions with 11 downloads. Not bad. For this week so far, we've got four. That's making a good move, too. Uh, Gerard, have you returned, sir? We're talking about the um, also the um, this what would have been the, today would have been the 62nd birthday of Adrian Adonis. I actually found an old clip of. Uh, uh, I think it was the last fire shop saying, I don't know if it was the last one or not, but uh, it was done back in 1986 during during the small feud that Adonis had with Rowdy Piper. That Piper came on and read, like, statistics for WWF programming at the time. And and the one thing he said, the fire shop was number one, ready for constipation. Everybody was going to the bathroom while it was on. Yeah, I remember that one, yes. Yeah. And then he handed Jimmy Hart something. He he read it that they were canceling the fire shop and bringing back Piper's Pit. Oh, man. Classic. Absolute classic. And he tore up everything. He almost knocked out Bob Orton. Goodbye, flower shop. If my voice could hold up, I would do the impression that I didn't say that Jimmy Hart to how he introduced Adrian Adonis, which, which is a classic. Adorable Adrian. Like that. I mean, I, yeah. I, that was kind of hard to do. But uh, but you have to listen to that. That was one of those repeat. It's going to be hard to do. I can find it, actually. It's on YouTube. I've, yeah. I've, I've, uh, I've, uh, I think I've probably put it on uh, in the vault, maybe. I've watched it about ten times already. And, of course, speaking of which, another page you've got that's dedicated to... Uh, Another another great show back in the day, which was Prime Time Wrestling. Uh, I have found a bunch of stuff related to Prime Time Wrestling, and I have loaded that page down. With yeah, a lot I have of a ton stuff. of it in the Movies Worldwide page, plus of all the Spectrum and the MSG and the Boston Garden shows. I mean, some of no, them. I'm, I'm talking about like these these right here have the matches cut out of them. Uh, and they're like 27 minutes long, as opposed to I know they're longer because they have the matches on them. But uh, they, but but someone took the video, someone took the episode they cut the matches out of, and um, and all they wanted to show was the moments where Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan and and, Rod, and Roddy Piper were talking. I'll tell you a good one to keep an eye on though too, and I got this actually in the movie Worldwide page. Uh, this one guy, Chris, I forget his last name. And, he has his own on YouTube. Uh, he has a lot of old Georgia Championship wrestling matches in moments like Hulk Hogan, the Freebirds, Kevin Sullivan when he was young, uh, Tony Atlas. You should check some of those out too. Well, if you got some, if you got some GCW stuff, money to put them in that GCW page we've got too. Oh, I'm willing to. Don't worry, I'm playing. GCW page. Yeah. Yep. Put some of those in there too. Oh, you'll like uh, them. Oh yeah. <coughs> oh, back in the day. Oh, thank you. Um, 
But yeah, definitely check that page out too, ladies and gentlemen. That's also like I said, we've got like I said, um like I said, moments from uh like I said one of the best shows back it was back in the day, part of the the programs back in the day. Uh of course Gorilla Monsoon and uh Bobby Bobby Heenan I think hosted it originally, then of course Heenan left and also uh Rodney Piper came in to take him take over for him. Then Heenan came back because he was complaining that Piper was sitting in his spotlight, and all of a sudden, I had all three of them hosting at one time. It was like back in 1989. It was like the most biggest part, I think, when primetime wrestling was on a real big-time surge. Uh, but uh, but I've got like moments from like 1986, 87, 88, 89, 90, I think 91, I think even 92, I think. Uh, but uh, on that page, it's called Primetime Wrestling Rewind. It's... Uh, let me see. Uh, I'm trying to remember what the uh, I can't remember what the page. I can't remember what the. Uh, uh, let me see. I'm not able to tell everybody. Oh yes, it's facebookcom forward slash group forward slash WWS Primetime Rewind. There you go. Yes. So I don't have a banner up. I've been trying to put a banner on that sucker, and it never works for me. Whenever I try to do it, I'll leave that up to the I'll leave that up to the masters. <laughs> uh, Gerard, are you back, sir? Are you looking for me? Yes, sir. Um, did we hear anything from MLD? She's coming on soon, I think. Okay, okay. I was just doing a couple of plugs for a couple of our pages. Uh, we're going to find some great videos, old wrestling videos and stuff. Uh while we wait, uh, Gerard, you want to take care of the plug for us here one more time, please, sir. One seven two four 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 forty four forty four. Wait, wait, no, that's not right. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. The ID number is one three eight five two one. Press time. Press one. You could talk to any of the wolf packers right now. And, and, and you can tell by the scars on our arms there that it's hard to pack a wolf. Yes, it is. <laughs> but you got to have the right tools to do that. Yes, it is. Let me see here. Uh... Lord, I was talking to JD earlier. I heard about you know who won the uh, cruiserweight classic and was awarded the uh, new cruiserweight championship belt. Um, I was talking to him about someone who was involved in the tournament who was knocked out early, which I hope that they that they decide that they hope that they never hope they get rid of because this was a great performer, and like I said, it was one of the two veterans that was involved in this tournament, and that was Brian Kendrick. 
Uh, I thought he performed tremendously at this. Uh, do you think it would be a mistake for WWE to let him go? No, I think they should uh, hire him and put him with the Cruiserweights. He would be a great addition. Yes. With the jury, would you put the, yes, the jury? Yes, the jury too, yes. I mean, you shouldn't get rid of, like I said, a couple of guys who have been around the block four times as you can count. But uh, I was telling J.D. earlier, as far as, I mean, for all we know, they could probably be doing that backstage and you don't even know it. So, I'm sure we'll hear about that here soon. Who knows? But, uh, Here. Uh, Gerard, did you get the picture that I sent you on your wall? No, I haven't. You might get a kick out of that picture. I think you might enjoy it. Uh, and also I wanted to compliment y'all on y'all's fantasy matchups last night. Uh, yeah, I did get a chance to listen to a few of those. Um, now, just a refresher memory, who made the one, I'm not mistaken, who made the one between between Hulk Hogan and Dean Ambrose inside of a steel cage? Yes. J.D., was that you? I think it was, I think, no, Seth Rollins, I think it was. No, you said Ambrose. Oh, did I? I no, no, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 you're right. It was Seth Rollins. I'm sorry. Yeah, I did. It was John. I can, I can confuse was it you that made it or was it John that made it? John, wasn't it JD? Yeah, I think it was, yeah. It was John that made it. Yeah. 
Yeah, John, we got it now. It's Hogan versus Rollins. Yeah. First off, would you actually think that Hulk Hogan would survive in a steel cage with someone like Seth Rollins? Uh, we talked. We talked about. I think it was. Uh, it was Hulk Hogan back then. To Paranel. Yeah. I was, and, and let me let me comment on that. And I, I wanted to say something, even though I know it was a recording. I wanted, I, I, I like, act like I wanted to say something. I really did. That called me crazy, but I did. You know what would have been cool about it if it was Hollywood Hogan. Hmm. Now would that change the match a little bit? Hmm. Did that change the outcome, Gerard, your, your opinion? Um, it was Hollywood Hogan. Yeah, they'd be both cheating. Uh, last night, I picked Seth Rollins. I don't know. Uh, I think everybody else picked Hogan. <laughs> yeah. If Steve Hogan was in Hollywood mode, would you... Hollywood, uh... I'd have to pick Hollywood. Okay. Andy, would you change your answer? I don't think I would. You would keep, you would keep it at Hollywood Hogan? John, would you keep your, would you keep your answer the same? Okay, John said he'd keep his the same. I just found I just found every single one of y'all's matches very very fascinating. <coughs> I know I'm not that listening to. It. I know there's probably more on there, but the ones I heard that one right there, that one plus several others caught my eye. Man, of course I love love what, what I love what Gerard said. The infamous eight man tag. <laughs> I like it. I love it. Oh man. Oh. Oh, incredible. And also another thing I was I was bringing up the same about Adrian Adonis. Hmm. It got me thinking once again to that story that Jeff told us. You remember when he said that he saw that thing on TV about the uh, ghost stories or something? What was it? Celebrity ghost stories or something? Uh, that Roddy Piper told a story. 
that while Roddy Piper was out wrestling or something, that back home where his wife and kids were and his home had caught fire, and that a voice told them to leave, I think it was. I think later on they they they, they somehow kept claiming that it might have been the they kept they think it was Adrian Adonis telling them to leave. That was freaky. Looking for me? Um, uh, uh, we're uh, I'm thinking of something, something else we can do here while we're while we wait. Uh, thinking of something else to talk about here. I'll tell you what we'll do. I have, I, have, I have another, I have a solution. The idea that I have, let's save that for tomorrow. Let's save that for tomorrow. But of course, we won't be, we'll be minus two people. I might be back early, you never know. Okay, well, I, mean, I may start it early. But uh, but uh, I may I may still go ahead and I may still go ahead and do it. I think with the time we have left, uh, and we'll go a little bit into overtime here. Um, Gerard, let's go ahead and do the other old standby. Wicked wild fantasy matchups. Excellent. Thank you very much, sir. sir. And we'll just go around, like I said, we'll just, like we normally will do. And uh, uh, let's see. I'll say the same thing between now, between one and one and five this time here. Uh, Gerard, between one and five. Three. JD. That's fine with me. No, no, no I'm saying pick a number between one and five. Oh, one and five. Uh, four. Okay, John. 
John says one. Well, uh, Gerard hit it right on the head. It was three. So, Gerard, my man, you take the first turn, and you'll get to choose who will go next between myself, J.D., and John. So, please proceed with it. All right. My first match is going to be a three-way cruiserweight matchup. It's going to be T.J. Perkins versus Chris Jericho versus Mysterio. Oh, great matchup here. Uh, Gerard, your thoughts on this uh, triple threat cruiserweight match? Why T.J.? J.D.? I'm going to say Jericho as well. John? I'm saying Jericho, and I will say the same thing. Great match here, Jor. Uh, you may choose the next one for their first round match. JD. We'll go, JD. Okay. <clears throat> Let's go with... Hmm. Since we did talk about Adonis and them tonight, let's do Adonis and Dick Murdoch, the North-South Connection, versus... Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson. Ooh. A classic tag team match here. Yes. Uh, then your match, J.D., you go first. Who do you pick? The Horsemen ride in, victorious. The Horsemen exit, victorious. Ah. Your larger thoughts, the, the North-South connection versus the Horsemen. The Horsemen. Uh, John. John is going with the North-South Connection. And I'm taking the horse in myself. So we have our first holdout here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right, J.D., between myself or John, who do you pick? I am going to take you next. Okay. Let's see here. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh... Mm. Oh, gosh. Uh, I don't know if we did this one before or not, but I'm going to give this one a shot. CM Punk versus Eddie Guerrero. I don't think they have. Uh, Gerard, your thoughts? Eddie Guerrero. Eddie. Eddie. John. He's saying he's saying Latino Heat and so am I. Okay, John, you're up for your match. I will announce it.
Ooh, he's got a good one here. To Jerry taking on Finn Balor. Hmm. Uh, Gerard, your thoughts to Jerry versus Finn? Uh, Finn Balor. Okay, JD? I'm going to say the demon. Okay. And uh, John says, I'm going like what JD calls international flavor. Yes. <laughs> And uh, he also says Finn Balor, and I'll say the same thing, too. So, uh, great matches, everybody, so far here. Uh, we'll go do a second round here. Uh, and John, you get to choose who will go first between Gerard, JD, and myself. All right, John, uh, JD, John wants you to go next. You go, you're, you go first in the second second. Okay, let's think about this for a minute here. Okay, we went old school the first round. We'll go a little new school this time. We'll go Shinsei Nakamura versus AJ Styles. Oh, Nakamura versus Styles. Yes. Uh, and your thoughts on that, JD? Two great wrestlers, two great champions. Uh, we go 25, 30 minutes. I would say draw because it's it, they're they're so evenly matched. Yeah. Uh, Gerard Nakamura versus AJ Styles. AJ. Uh, John is also saying AJ, and very close match here. I have to also say AJ as well. A uh, great match there, JD. Uh, uh, okay, between uh, AD, between myself, Gerard, and John, who will be next? I'll turn it to my big man, the seven-foot monster, GTS himself. <laughs> big Daddy Cool. Ooh, there you go. Power bombs for everybody. Yes. All right. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. All right, let's have a four-way. They're all gimmick characters, so let's go for that. So I want Duke the Dumpster Drossy versus the Boogeyman versus Bastion Booger versus... Mantar. Oh, there is oh big time for this match here. Uh, Gerard, your pick. The Boogeyman. JD. I'm gonna take Duke the Dumpster Josie. John, your pick here. Uh, 
Gerard, did you say Mantar? I did. And that's what he said. That's what John said. And I am going to pick... There's some good ones here. You know, I almost said a boogeyman, too. I mean, Joey Lickich. He was freaky. He was absolutely freaky. Uh, Gerard, between myself and John, who will be next? It's you, Chadwick. Well, I'm honored. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this is going to be a six-man tag. Uh, we're going to put three people from, three guys from WCW. will be Sting, Ric Flair, and Lex Luger versus three guys from ECW, which will be... Uh, Tommy Dreamer, Taz, and the Sandman. Draw your thoughts here. Team WCW versus Team ECW. What were the teams again? Uh, WCW was, um, let me see, Flair, as I said, I think it says Flair, Sting, and Luger. And ECW was Tommy Dreamer as in the Sandman. <laughs> Team ECW. Okay, JD. I want to say Team ECW as well. I mean, this this was tough though because I mean they're all good, but yeah, Team, like I said, Team ECW does it for me. John's also saying ECW. And you know what? You know what the hey? Let's not be have have another odd man now. I'm gonna say ECW as well. Yes. <laughs> so John, we're back to square one. We're back to you again, there, bud. Let's see what you got here in terms of another match for a second round. Holy cow, he's got tag team tables, man. The Twin Towers versus the Dudley Boys. Oh, oh, oh man. Uh, Gerard, what do you think here? Tag team tables match, the Twin Towers versus the Dudleys. What's the match? A tag team tables match. The Twin Towers versus the Dudley Boys. Dudley boys. Okay. Uh, JD? I would say the Dudley's too. Okay. And John, your thoughts on your match? He said the Dudley's, and I would say the Dudley's as well. Uh, Great matches all around here. For your second round, we'll go to our our third round here. Uh, And uh, John, you get to choose again. Between Gerard, JD, and myself, who will go first for this? Uh... Uh, 
But John says, I get to choose Gerard. <laughs> okay. So Gerard, John's calling you out again. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Since John calls me out, I'm going to fuck around with him. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a fuckery fatal four-way. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm still thinking about the four guy. Um, <laughs> I got it. I got it. All right. <laughs> the fatal format going to be Eva Marie versus John Cena versus Roman Reigns versus Jacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. <laughs> and Gerard, who would pull off the who would pull off the, the interesting win in this one? <laughs> Nobody, because I fall asleep. Oh, hold on, hold on. Uh, <laughs> I'd say hacksaw. Okay, uh, JD. <laughs> I want to say the hacksaw as well. <laughs> John actually says nobody. <laughs> John says no one will win. It'll be a draw. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll say that too. I'm going to say draw as well. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Oh, boy. Great match, George. That, that, that was, that was, that was, a, I, I love that. Hey, we can do some silly ones. Hey, we can do some weird ones. Hey, there you go. I like that. Uh, Gerard, who do you choose between myself, J.D., or John? Uh, J.D., the Iceman. All right. This is going to be actually a pretty good one because now I'm going to make it a little fun with a tag team elimination match. However, sort of like, well, a tag team match into a four-way. Let's just say that. It's tough how you do it, though, but... If Michelle was here, she'd kill me for this, but I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway. Your first team will be Brock Lesnar and Kurt Henning on the same squad. And they will pose Seth Rollins and superstar Billy Graham. Oh, Lord Hammer. Daddy, who do you choose? I am taking the perfect team, shall we say. Let's see. Uh, Gerard, who do you choose in this match? Kurt and Brock. John, who do you choose? John is going with uh, Seth Rollins' team. And I'm going with 
I'm going with Brock and uh, Mr. Perfect on them. Great match there, uh, uh, J.D. Um, now, J.D., between John and myself, or do you choose? I am going to turn it over now to... Who do I want to turn it over to? I will turn it over to you again. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. We're going to do a very interesting... We're going to do a, a uh, triple threat uh, mixed tag team match. I think this is very, I think this is gonna be pretty interesting. Let's do let's see. Uh, oh this will be good. This will be very good. Okay. Let us put I'll tell you I'm making a fatal four way next tag. I'll do four. First one will be John Cena and Brie Bella. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's Nikki, right? Nikki. Nikki. Nikki Bell. Nikki Bell. I love to have Free Bell with him, too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The second team is Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella. Okay, there you go. Now I got it straight. Okay. The third team is CM Punk and AJ Lee. And the fourth team is going to blow y'all away. China and Triple H. Huh. <laughs> Very. Gerard, your pick on this fatal four-way mixed tag. Triple H's team. Triple H in China. Okay. Uh, JD? I want to say John Cena and Nikki. John is going with CM Punk and AJ. And believe it or not, I am going to say it's been interesting to see all this. And of course, Daniel Bryan, I don't know if we'll ever get a chance to wrestle again, but of course, China's passed away, so you can't, won't be able to see it at all, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I hate to say that, but I got to say Triple H in China. May she rest in peace. And hopefully hopefully they'll, they'll put her in the Hall of Fame. So. Yeah, next year. Yes, I agree. I do agree. Uh, and uh, John, you're up again. And after, while John chooses that match, do we want to go one more round or do we, do we want to end it after John does his match? You want to, uh, oh, wait a minute. Oh, I was going to say after John does his match, we want to end the show, but we have a late entry here, guys. Uh, uh, Gerard, that, in, that infamous insect is crawling up there. She looks a little, she is uh, coming up there very, very uh, steady. It says, 
punch you in the throat. <laughs> and it also says TVWBWA, the black little bitch with attitude. Yes, indeed, this is what what then of course Gerard is referred to the only of course the first two thousand fifteen Hall of Famer. She's also part of one half of the Attitude Duo from Attitude Radio, uh, one third of the Madness Kingdom from Wrestling Debate, and of course the host of WWS Women's Revolution and TNA Main Event is one of one of the only the Black Widow herself, the lovely Mr. Michelle Dot. Michelle, welcome to number sixty-four of Wolfpack. Hello. Hello. I'm surprised y'all are still on. Yeah, we were just wanted to, we were uh, wanted to do something else, but uh, uh, but we decided to do back up suspense. So we're going to do a few more. We'll, we'll, I'll tell you what, guys, we'll go around one more time with Michelle here, and I guess we'll call it night after that. <laughs> um, but um, John John's got the matchup right here. He does have a very good matchup right here. And a good tag team match. Enzo and Cast versus the Outsiders. Uh, uh while John's picking his choice, uh I'll go around and ask everybody. Uh Gerard, your take, Enzo and Cast versus the Outsiders, or do I even need to ask? <laughs> That's a dumb fucking question. Yeah, yeah, it is it is a dumb question, yes. So I already know the answer, so I won't say anymore. There you go. <laughs> uh, Michelle, Enzo and Cats versus the Outsiders. Uh, damn. That sucks. Uh, I'm, I, I don't know. I'm going to say draw. JD? Enzo and Cats versus who? The Outsiders. Draw. Well, John says... Everyone knows I'm an Outsiders fan, but everyone's going to throw, throw, throw me off the show. What? So he's guessing Enzo and Cass. Crazy. <laughs> well, I'm going to definitely say the Outsiders here. Uh, George, by the way, there are two what? By the way? Too sweet. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, we'll go one more round here, of course, with the Black Widow now joining us here. Uh, oh, John, we'll get to choose between uh, Gerard, Michelle, JD, and myself. Please go ahead and choose. DNA was good tonight. I cannot wait to hear your review. We cannot hear. Wait. Oh, I have lots to say tomorrow night. John, are you trying to be like Bob Barker? Come on down. That's come on said. down and get a punch in the throat. He said, Black Widow, come on it's down. Free. He said, what? Black Widow, come on down. I would have probably been punched in the back already for the way I find that matches for. Really? I just got on the phone and he's calling me out already? Um. Well, yeah, John's doing that. John's doing that already. Yes. Okay. Um. 
I'm going to do Beer Money versus The Wolves. I'm going to do TNA. Oh. Great time match here, Michelle. Who do you choose? Uh, sorry about your damn luck, Beer Money. Uh, I do believe that is, that is yes. Uh, Gerard uh, Beer... Oh, crap, I can't even say it. Beer Money versus The Wolves. I gotta I got change, got change my pocket and I crush beer cans on my head. <laughs> I thought I said black money. I don't know why I wanted to say that. <laughs> uh, JD, your thoughts here, beer money versus the wolves. I'm going to say it is going to be a good match, however, but in the end of the day, however, it will be about beer money. And John says the same thing, and I will do so as well. Great match. That's just And Michelle, you can Gerard, myself, JD, or John. Um, <clears throat> Gerardo. Repo Suave. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, let's. Oh, uh, just to let you guys know real quick, an update on the NXT spoilers, however, not to spoil it, but they said they are starting the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Tournament Classic again, and the finals will be in Toronto. Everything happens good in Toronto. Yes. And Michelle, I think I got some bad news for you about Mr. Nakamura. Oh. After what happened last night. I heard somebody was injured. He was injured, wasn't he? Yes, Mojo roughed him up. Uh, apparently tonight, however, I guess they said, however, he could be out six to twelve weeks. Joe says oh. that anyway. Joe says he's going to be out, but he's not patient. He wants Nakamura have the title vacated, and he says he goes face to face with Regal this coming week and says if he does not get what he wants, the entire roster will look like Nakamura. So Joe is definitely pissed. After what happened in Brooklyn, he had his jaw separated by Nakamura. So the feud is continuing between Nakamura and the Samoan submission machine. Holy cow. Well, I have to be watching that on that. My goodness. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see what Gerard has on the table. I have a fatal four-way of all the divisions, so we're going to go with WWE, we're going to go with Abyss. Uh, 
the most <laughs> show. Oh, I was going to say Bobby Roode. Think of you. No, because you No. <laughs> no glorious no. yet. <laughs> no, it's funny draw. No. Glorious. <laughs> I can't do it. Great man. I think Adam Core. Yes. Oh, oh, wow. Michelle, your thoughts on Gerard's uh, four-way promotional match? Adam Cole. JD? I'm going to say, however, it will be the Samoan submission machine. Samoa Joe. You damn Samoan fan. I had to take Samoa Joe. He's a killing machine. That's the one I'll say. John is saying Dean Ambrose. Oh. And I'm and I'm gonna I've been hearing a lot of great things about uh, which I've been telling about I've been hearing about Adam Cole. I'm gonna go with him. Adam Cole was great. Uh, yes. Hey Michelle, I got something to ask you real quick though. I said something about it on the news tonight, how apparently James Storm put his nose in with TNA. Do we see him in NXT maybe again? Uh for a short run I imagine. Okay. Mm. Okay. Uh, Gerard, between uh, I think JD, John, and myself. Gonna have to pick Mr. Beefaroni. (laughs) (laughs) So, John, I do believe that would be you. Yes. Uh, So, get it out of the microwave. <laughs> oh, uh, not to leave you out, Chad, but I'll tell you, uh, JD and Gerard, I lost one of my kittens today. You what? I lost one of my kittens. It died. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Michelle. Oh. oh, that sucks. And yeah. <clears throat> Well, oh. just real quick, I woke up and I walked when I walked out of the room, I heard her and the mama in there crying, like literally crying, and the baby's mouth was full of blood, so I don't know what happened. Oh man. Oh, damn. damn. Holy cow. Tell me to be the bear of bad news, but you know. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. It is. If you lose a dog, it's bad. If you lose a dog, uh, any animal is very bad. Yeah. Especially if it's a baby. Poor thing. Just real quick, I'll say, too. She's She's been laying there, like, hugging them to her close, you know, the babies that are left. Yeah. Well, that's please, what Michelle, please don't make me cry right now. I'm serious. Do not even go there with me. I mean, I'm, I'm sensitive. Sorry. That's, what that's all right, but that... that my heart aches for you guys. That just, oh. How many babies does she have left? She has three. She had five total. One didn't make it at birth, and then this one passed this morning. They were born on September 11th. Ooh. <laughs> they were born on Sunday, all of them? Yeah. That's why she couldn't make it to a backlash. Four yeah, days old? Huh? Four days old? Yeah. It had to be something internal with the with the kitten. So. 
Oh, but anyway, sorry, okay. sorry. I didn't mean to upset anybody or be very bad news, but you know. No, that's okay. No, that's all right. If you want to get, when you always need to tell, get something off your chest, you need to say something. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Especially, well, animals are God's creatures too. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Here's John's match right here. Uh, John says, "Sonny, I'm not last. Thank goodness." Yeah, yeah, but he is picking Roman Reigns, so. (laughs) No, actually, he's not. You'd be shocked as to what type of match he's got. He has a no-holds-barred match. Andre the Giant versus Brock Lesnar. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) I wish I was. Uh-oh. What you got here? Andre versus Brock, no holds barred. I want to play that theme. I want to play that song from that movie. Uh, so badly. <laughs> yeah, so. No holds barred. Yeah. That's a good song. I love the song. That's on the um, anthology CD. Yeah. One of the, yes. It's a good movie, too. Yeah. I mean, I want to say it's a good movie. Anyway, anyway, uh, we go around the table. Gerard, your thoughts? Andre versus Brock, no holds barred. <laughs> oh, man. John freaking version answer. Brock Lesnar is going to beat the shit out of him, and then when he's done, he's going to find John in the audience to beat the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> and, he'll, and he'll actually be going by his screen name here on Talk Show under John Gross. Ooh. Okay. I was wondering why he put the word under in front of his name. I don't get that. Okay. Anyway, Michelle, your, your choice was, I'm sorry. Brock Edward Lesnar. Okay. J.D., Andre Brock, no hold barred. I'm going to say Andre the Giant. Sorry, Michelle. Well, it's okay. John says Brock. And I will say... Uh, oh, gosh. Oh, man. We kind of had Michelle went after this. The, the, the sickest guy in the room here. Uh, huh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say Brock. I'm going to say Brock. But it will be an upset. You have to admit that that would have to be an upset. Yep. If that actually happened. I would love to see that played on WWE 2K16 or 17. That would be a great match to put together on that. That'd be great. Uh, okay, uh, John, thank you very much. And uh, I think it's down to either, uh, I think me or JD won. So, so who, who, John, who will go next between myself or JD? 
God says, I will compete with our Raw Radio cohort, J.D. All right, this is going to be a pretty good one. And, Michelle, I think you're going to like what I'm going to say here. And this is actually pretty cool. We're going to have an odd couple pairing tag match, however. The first team will be Mr. Wonderful in the Ravishing One, Rick Rude, taking on the team of the very unlikely duo of the Miracle Mike Bennett. Ah. And Kurt Henning. Uh, yes, that's my dream team. The dream team versus the wonderful uh, ravishing team, as I like to simply, call it. Simply wonderful. Yes, simply wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful versus the miracle team. Yes. And there I know where. I, and I know where I'm going with my answer, and that's yeah. easy. Yeah, Mr. Wonderful, guess what? However. You'll be seeing a miracle, right? Light, lights out for you in the canvas. One, two, three. The Miracle Mike Bennett and Company will win this match. Okay. All right. Uh, Gerard, your thoughts here on JD's tag? Uh, um, Rick Rude and uh, Paul Orndorff versus Mike Bennett and Kurt Henning. Mike Bennett and Kurt Henning. Uh, I don't think I need to ask Michelle. I think I already know. Bennett and Henning, that's my dream team. Yeah, I thought so. John also says the same thing, Bennett and Henning. I will forgive the boss for one night, one night only. I will say Orndorff and Rude. That's all good. But, uh, but, but of course, as Gerard, as, as always, as Gerard, Gerard doesn't always pay to be rude. Always. Thank you very much, sir. And uh, JD, I guess you know the drill. Who is left to choose? Yep. So go right ahead. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, huh. yeah. Ooh, okay. I got it. I got it. And this is going to be an older stable versus a more recent stable. You know, both are no longer in existence. We're gonna put the, we're going to, it's gonna be a six man I'm gonna put it in the form of a six man tag. We're gonna do the team representing the nation of domination. Right. Actually I've, I've been watching WrestleMania thirteen so many times. I'm starting, to, I'm starting to sing their theme in my head. Hear that in my head. Crazy. Don't ask me to repeat I ain't gonna do that. Uh uh Farouk Crush and Savio Vega versus the uh, three out of four from Evolution, mm. which will which will consist of which will consist of I think this, I think this would make it more interesting Triple H, Randy Orton, and Batista. Mm. 
Yes. Uh, Gerard, uh, the Nation of Domination versus Evolution. Evolution. Michelle. Emma fucking Lucian. Yes, that's another <laughs> dream team. <laughs> I will say Evolution as well. And John. John says Evolution, and I can't deny that. Um, Michelle, I was telling Gerard and JD earlier about um, about one of the fancy matches that was made y'all made last night on Revolution. Um, I think John had made it. It was between Hogan and Seth Rollins in the steel cage, and I brought up I brought up one interesting point, and then I'd like to get your take on this, if I might. Uh, first of all, John says that he's. He's the ready to go. Everyone has a great night, and he's glad that I am doing better. John, thank you very much. I do appreciate that. Thank you for, thank you for that. But anyway, the, the and I said one angle you didn't use that would have been very interesting is that what if Seth Rollins faced Hollywood Hogan? Ooh. I think you are. I think you changed your answer to Hollywood Hogan if that was the best case. Yeah. Uh, and JD, I think JD, yours is stayed at Hogan. Uh, and John says his, I think, stayed on, stayed with it. Michelle, what would have yours been if, if Hogan was Hollywood and not the regular Hulk Hogan that we all know? Uh, uh. Uh, uh, uh. Well, I mean, I said Hogan last night, but <clears throat> for me, any form of Hogan, uh, Hollywood Hogan, NWO Hogan, any of it, I, I would still stick with the same. So your your answer was already Hogan anyway, so it wouldn't have made any difference. Okay. Okay. Mm, right, well, no, I- no, but I don't like voting against Rollins, but. I mean, if it's Hogan, you know, it's worth it. Right, right, right. Well, <coughs> well guys, let's get Thank you very much. And on that note, guys, uh, I want to thank everyone for popping on here tonight for number uh, 64 of Wolfpack. Uh, before I turn Gerard loose on the plug, once again, I want to one more time, uh, because everybody did get on here, and I did do this earlier, but everybody else, everybody is still on. I want to do this one more time. <clears throat> this at the beginning of the show, and I'll do it at the, and I'll do it at the end here. That, of course, as as everyone here, as everyone knows, and of course, all our listeners already know, uh, I was incapacitated for two days, and I was not able to be on the Tuesday and Wednesday editions of WWS Revolution. And if I know what my what my situation was, it was like I said, it was uh, a severe allergy. It was a severe uh, head cold, um, uh, extreme weakness. Uh, the body was aching. It just came up all of a sudden on me on Tuesday. Uh, this right after you know, I mean, Monday I was fine. I was all right. But Tuesday, I was, I was, uh, all of a sudden, I just started, you know, I had to, I was, yeah, I was just uh, having a fit here about every so often. 
So that's why I decided the last couple of days, the last couple of days I said, you know, I needed to take a little bit of a breather and try to get over this because I did not sound great. I mean, even Anne can tell you. I talked to her last night. I was not, I was not sounding well. I actually sounded like uh, um, a 1920s gangster, if you remember what they sounded like. <laughs> yeah, that bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I can get stripped up pretty easily. I still have my tonsils. So, but what I'm getting right down here to the, to the meat of it is like this. That during my absence, four four unique folks, four of the greatest persons, I know that's not technically a word, but that's okay. People say it all the time. Took and they stepped up and knowing that I was not physically able to conduct this, to conduct the shows like I normally do, four people really stepped up to the plate and got through both this past Tuesday and last night's revolution shows. And without these four individuals, you know, you would not have had two great episodes of Revolution, two of the greatest I have ever heard. I went back and listened to them because I needed something to to keep my mind occupied of my illness, which I'm also still suffering from a bad back. I haven't done something else when I was, which was on top of that, it's not it's not a picnic. I can tell you that. So anyway, those four individuals, T.N.W.O., Duarte T. Smith, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, and the Human Suppressed Machine, John Gross. Without these four, ladies and gentlemen, the Mothership Broadcast would not have been able to, to get by without, without its... It's without its without its host, we'll say. I'm not gonna say anything more than that because without these folks all the time, I wouldn't be able to do these shows in the first place. And I owe them more than I more than I can give. And so Gerard, Michelle, J D and John's already left, but I'll say his name too. John, I thank you again for handling the shows, the network, and the groups in my stead last couple, last two nights. And I'm not out of the woods yet, guys. But I was able to gain enough strength to get back on here and do this. And hopefully I'll be clear of this, hopefully, by the weekend, and I should be okay. So I just have to get rid of this raspy cough, this lingering lingering cough and a little bit of stuff in those I have left and I should be good to go. But like I said, knowing that I was down for the count, y'all took the initiative 
to just take the ball and run with it, as they say. And for that, I am forever in the debt of all for it. I'll say that right here, and I'll say it right now. So, Gerard, Michelle, J.D., and John, I thank you. And this is a debt that I'm sure that I'll never be able to repay. Well, you're welcome, Chad. That's what we're here for, though. Exactly. Yes. You would do it for us. We're family. We do it for each other. Yes. That's what it's about. Yes, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. And I'm sorry. I love y'all, but it's been a long day, and I have got to go to bed. Okay. Well, Michelle, thank you very much here. And uh, we'll look forward to talking to you here uh, tomorrow night on uh, Revolution. Hey, Michelle. Good night. Good night. Good night, MLD. And Gerard, the main man here who guided the ship in the absence in my stead, please do me the favor one more time and take us home. This has been another episode of WCWUS Wolfpack Radio. The rowdy bunch that was in participation, as are the following. Chad the Nuggie Hinshaw. Classy Lady Wedgie, MLD, <laughs> JD the Not-So-Iceman, <laughs> and John the Roman Lover, <laughs> the Human Suplex Machine, <laughs> and... King NWO will put you in a headlock and punch you in the throat. Uh, yeah, it's pretty much it. And good night. God bless. Have a great tomorrow. And we'll see you in the ring. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.